Things are getting spicy. Things are getting spicy down at the southern border. Oof. Texas going rogue again. Hey, uh, Fed, federal government, um, you, you guys aren't really helping us out here with this whole open slash closed. <laughs> and by closed, I mean in parentheses, in air quotes, southern border. So we're going to take a little responsibility ourselves, and we're going to help cinch up some of what you guys have left just wide open. For the last couple of years, Texas House approves a bill to arrest and deport people suspected of illegally entering the United States. Huh. Weird. Isn't that kind of what we used to do? Mm. Yeah. And then we didn't. And then we just let ah, millions and millions of people through. Let's get into it. Here we go. After hours of debate on Tuesday, the Texas House approved Senate Bill 4 a proposal that creates new state penalties for people who illegally cross into the United States through the Texas-Mexico border and allows magistrate judges to order those suspected of illegally entering the U.S. to return to Mexico or face prosecution. The bill, which has been debated several times in both legislative chambers in recent weeks, passed in the House with an 83 to 61 vote, despite opposition from Democratic lawmakers and rights advocates over concerns that the bill has too broad a scope and could potentially affect everyday Texans through the state's attempt at immigration enforcement. My thought is somebody should be doing some border enforcement. Is it going to fall to the states to do it? Looks that way. I mean, this is literally what we're doing, right? Yeah, we've got a mostly closed southern border. How is that working out? How many million people have come through? Hmm, yeah. Well, that's not closed. That's wide open. In fact, the last, you know, you know, over the last couple of years, it's been well known that since the Biden administration took, took office, that there's a green light. Hey, come on through. Come on through. Come on through. We're getting, we're getting word, we're, we're seeing news stories that in Chicago, folks from Venezuela have made it all the way to Chicago. They get to Chicago and they're like, all right, yep, this immigration policy isn't really working for us. There's nowhere for us to stay. And it's getting a cold because it's, it, it's cold in Chicago. So they're putting up all these massive tents. People are going to have to stay in tents because Chicago can't get their act together. Chicago can't get their act together on anything, right? Kind of like New York City is just fumbling the ball in this one as well because they said, yeah, we're sanctuary city. Send us, you know, send us everybody that, that you want to. And then, you know, busloads show up and, ah, oh, we've only got a budget for so much. We've only got this capacity. Can't take care of our own. Huh. Maybe you should have thought of that before you went out on a limb and said, ah, sanctuary city, this should be fine. Meanwhile, there's just millions of people pouring through that southern border. What did you think would happen? Oh, yeah, just didn't really think about it. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Representative David Spiller, Republican from Jacksboro, who sponsored the bill with Charles Senator Charles Perry, Republican from Lubbock. Isn't that where Buddy Holly was from? Yeah. That was sad. Went down in that plane crash. A plane crash? Yeah, that was a plane crash. Which advanced to the lower chamber after a late night Senate session last week, like 4 a.m. 
defended the legislation is necessary to address the immigration crisis at the border. I would say absolutely, because there's been very little movement on this other than ah, the southern border is mostly closed. You know, our border czar, Kamala Harris, so ineffective at doing anything other than cackling, you know, nervously. <laughs> Just Spiller, who rejected two dozen proposed amendments, said he felt it was important to advance the bill in the form it arrived from the Senate to not delay it to getting to Governor Greg Abbott to sign into law. Texas just doing all kinds of things right, in my opinion. Doing all kinds of things right. Just heading in the right direction, right? I mean, they're just making things happen. And you know what we see here from the Pacific Northwest is we see a lot of people I have a lot of friends here that yeah, lean to the left because believe it or not, I have those friends as well. And they're like, why are so many people moving to Texas? Well, how about one little word called freedom? Yeah, because Texas, Texas is just going down those roads. Freedom, you know, affordable housing, leadership, don't have this crazy political ideology that's taking things down these weird roads, don't have the crime going on the same way that you do. Just all of this stuff isn't really happening. You've got a pro-business environment, just so many reasons, just like you've got going on in Florida, you've got going on in Arizona, parts of Arizona. Yeah. And so folks from the Pacific Northwest are like, what? Texas? It's really hot there. Yeah, I don't really get it. Huh? Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. It's like, yeah, because you're immune to it because you think all this stuff is normal and it's not. And so reasonable people are getting the F out of Dodge from Seattle, from Oregon, from wherever. And they're going to Idaho. They're going to Montana. They're going to Wyoming. But Texas and and Florida and Arizona are taking the, the mass brunt of the the population, right? There's a gal on Instagram who is pretty funny. She's like, hi, my name's this. She's got this really monotone, monotone voice. She's like, I'm a recovering Californian and she's living in Tennessee. And so she does all of these little clips on how things are different in Tennessee versus California. And it's pretty hilarious. I'll have to remember her name. But my task is to, okay, we already talked about, uh, my task is to get this bill out of here and on the governor's desk as soon as possible, Spoiler said, because if I'm wasting my time and I know that it's going to be a delay, I'm going to have trouble sleeping tonight. All right. I mean, a little dramatic there, but I get it. He just wants to get it done. They want to get it done. Get something going, you know, towards this whole issue of somebody needs to address something here somehow. Democrats argue the legislation is an affront to federal law. No, the lack of, of, of governmental intervention on this at the federal level is an affront to being reasonable, right? It gives law enforcement officers broad permission to arrest and deport those living in the state who might be accused of having illegally crossed the border, and it's an invasion into the lives of the state's Hispanic and migrant communities. Well, if you can prove that you are a legal resident, there shouldn't be an issue, right? Yeah, they're not going to deport you. If you're here legally then yeah, all is good, right? Oh, it's not? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. What they're saying is, hey, there's so many illegals here already. They don't necessarily have the ID credentials. They might get, they might get jacked back out. Senate Bill 4 is the broadest, most invasive piece of legislature to ever potentially challenge the very nature of our federal and state power. Is it really? Is it? 
This is from Representative Victoria Neve Criado, Democrat from Dallas during the debate Tuesday. The power to enforce immigration is unquestionably exclusively a federal power. Well, yes, and nothing is being done at the southern border. So that's why we're making a change. Yeah, making a change. Huh, interesting. Weird, right? Yeah. Hmm. Now, State Bill 4 would require people accused of illegally crossing the state's southern border outside of a port of entry to accept a magistrate judge's order to return to Mexico or face prosecution with possible penalties ranging from a Class A misdemeanor to a second-degree felony. Now, I don't think we necessarily should charge them with a felony, second-degree felony, but send them back. You know what I mean? Send them back. You got to do something. You got to do something you just got to get the word out that, hey, this is not a free-for-all. And if you come in illegally, this is what might happen to you. I'm not advocating for second-degree felony, but you got to do something. What exactly that is, time will tell, right? You have Criado, the chairman of the House Mexican-American Legislation Caucus, also argued the legislation is a political avenue to challenging the U.S. Supreme Court precedent on immigration law. State Bill 4 intends to challenge the decade-long holding of Arizona versus United States, given the new makeup of the U.S. Supreme Court. You have Criado said, well, I'm interested to see how that goes. I mean, why not? Let's see what happens. Because anything's got to be better than what we've got going on right now, which is there's very little enforcement at the southern border. It's just this open policy. It's an open policy to the point with the numbers of bodies coming through, you know, it it is just, it's unsustainable. And you've got, you've got like, uh, get the mayor of New York City basically saying, ah, we're at a critical junction here. And then you've got the mayor of Chicago saying the same damn thing. Both of these guys are just, we're sanctuary cities. We want to take in everybody. I mean, bring them our way. And then all of a sudden, ah, hold up. Ah, no, um, our resources are tapped. And, and like I've always said is, well, they've been tapped at the southern border for a lot longer than what you've been experiencing. You've had how many thousands come through your city? And now you figured, oh, my gosh, there's a lot of them. What are we going to do? Winter's coming, right? That classic <laughs> reference. Winter is coming. And imagine if you had some of these folks that are looking to immigrate here to the United States die on the sidewalk because it's so cold. Imagine what that would look like. What a PR fiasco. But that is what people are afraid of in Chicago. And that is why folks from Venezuela are literally turning tail and going home. They're saying, hey, there's no jobs. I don't have the ability to get a work visa as quick as I need to. Their housing can't square that away. Any of the things that I was, you know, allegedly promised, come to America, it'll be fine. Come to America, it'll be great, aren't panning out. And it's because so many have come through the southern border and the system is just wildly jammed up. That And when you look at the number of people that are in New York City relative to the number of people who are holed up in the, I think it's the Roosevelt Hotel or Regent Hotel in New York City, where they've got kind of the epicenter of the immigration going on, and you look at how many folks there are looking to seek asylum, that's going to be a forever process. Same deal. You've got winter coming. Winter winter is literally here, right? Here in, in Seattle, 
Winter comes around slowly. It isn't until maybe late December, maybe January. It's rare that we get actual snow in November. If we have a white Thanksgiving, it's kind of a big, oh, look at us go. We got some snow. But I'm seeing footage, you know, around the country and it's like, all right, we got our first foot of snow. And um, we've still got blue skies here in November and it's not terrible. Definitely colder. And we've had some rain, but not a ton. But that's pretty typical. Our cold months are like January, February, maybe March. If we get snow into April, it's kind of weird. April, our spring starts, things get better. But yeah, we got a nine, nine month period out of the year where it's gray most of the time. So a lot of gray days here. So this is the same bill that we debated until 4 a.m. just a couple of weeks ago, Patterson said, before the motion was approved along party lines. Hours and hours and hours of debate on a bill that is critically important to the future of the state. After moving the bill forward in this initial vote Tuesday, the House then paused and began a new legislative day, allowing the chambers to approve State Bill 4, with a final vote, and also approved State Bill 3, a $1.54 billion proposal to build 50 miles of border wall. Build the wall. Build the wall. Which it gave initial approval to earlier in the day. So that whole federal wall, I mean, (laughs) and Biden is actually finishing up some of those sections. Yeah, that whole thing where we made fun of Trump for building the wall. Uh, yeah, well, we can't do anything about the funding, so I guess we'll just keep going. I wonder how Biden's thing is going to go with President Z from China. What's that discussion look like? Right? Is there even really a discussion? Who is having that discussion? Because Biden can barely read what's on the teleprompter right now, right? And they literally, I mean, he, he, he can read it to the point where he reads everything, including <laughs> stuff, you know, the, 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 the quiet stuff that he reads out loud. All right. Yeah. That was meant as a hint of what you're supposed to do. Then he's got prompts for, you know, where he's supposed to walk and how it's supposed to go. He's got prompts for everything. Cause I think cognitively he just isn't there to really be present you know, on international talks with the president of China. There was a meme I saw on Instagram that was uh, the procession of President Xi from China coming into the uh, Moscone Center. And yeah, they've got all these fences lined up. They've got security 10 ways from Sunday in San Francisco right now. They polished the turd, Newsom, you know, polished the turd in downtown along with uh, Mayor London Breed. They get it all spick and span, got those homeless people out of there, which is really annoying the locals because they're like, hey, it's been this way for years and years. Got a bunch of, you know, politicians coming in from China. And and all of a sudden it gets cleaned up. What about us that we've been living through this stuff? Well, Governor Newsom says, we've had a lot of conversations about this and we've been cleaning it up. And yeah, we did clean it up because, you know, China's going to invest billions of dollars here and they that's an ongoing thing. So we got to look good. He literally just, you know, no shame came right out and said, we're polishing the turd. We did a pretty good job. But what I would say is don't stray too far. If you're at the APEC conference, don't stray too far from your hotel. Know what I mean? Because somebody was saying this morning, I wonder if they're going to go sightseeing in the Tenderloin. And I was like, you're not that. You look at where the center is, where they're having this conference. 
it's only a matter of blocks away. It's very walkable to the heart of the tenderloin. Wouldn't that be something to have President Z? Hey, what's down over there? Let's go there. <laughs> so crazy. But the meme on Instagram was coming through these fences, these black, you know, fences the feds have put up and all kinds of law enforcement. And you've got Chinese police and security just out the ass. I mean, just crazy. You got this procession coming through into the, the center where they're having the, the, uh, conference and it's just all these china flags and the meme said san francisco finally shows its colors meaning chinese communist pretty funny you had to see it it's just kind of like well no that's actually about right that's not that far from from reality despite the bill carving out certain locations where law enforcement could not target undocumented people including schools all right you got a bunch of stuff you got medical examinations for sexual assault survivors so if a chick gets raped they're not going to say hey you entered illegally you don't have the right to be here they're not going to arrest him and take him out. And a bunch of schools, churches, hospitals, a bunch of exceptions for that kind of thing, which is reasonable. I mean, when people are down, you can't hammer them. And the percentage of people following into, falling into this category are, uh, you know, we don't want to prevent people from getting the forensic exam from their family member, cannot be there with them. They're not trying to limit that stuff. It's a bunch of reasonable stuff. Representative Salman Bahojani, Democrat from ULIS, in presenting a last-minute amendment, asked lawmakers to include a provision to require peace officers to verify a person's immigration status before making an arrest. He said that without that amendment, the onus is on everybody. Texas uh, is on every everyday Texans to prove they belong in the country as opposed to law enforcement having the burden to prove the offense. Hey, as long as you get something going here, I don't really care what it is. Just get something more in the direction of, hey, we're doing this to try and cinch up that southern border issue. Without proper verification of an individual's legal status, inaccurate arrests may occur. They're going to occur. And you know what that's called? Collateral damage. You're going to have some of that happen. It's just what happens. It's like is Israel going after Hamas, right? Yeah, because you got Hamas hunkered down underneath the hospitals and their labyrinth of tunnels. So you got one one hospital left in, in uh, Gaza Strip. That whole thing is just, oh, it's brutal. But that is unfortunately what kind of has to happen, right? In order to really take it to Moss, which they're doing. And, um, w- one thing that I read a story last week and it was about, uh, a military ship being protested here in Tacoma that started off down in Oakland. And they did load that up and that was going out to sea to Israel. They did load that up with a bunch of missiles and stuff from Boeing. And that was the deal. You know, Boeing is right here. Boeing's, you know, has, has had their headquarters here. <laughs> Most of our headquarters have moved elsewhere because things are so expensive here, but we've still got some massive, massive weapons creation technology here from Boeing. They don't make just planes. They sometimes make the, whoo. Yeah, they've got that going on. So that was, uh, a protest and I was questioning, 
whether the ships were even going over to Israel. And apparently they are. They had to do a little pickup, though, first here on the West Coast, get their stuff. In closing arguments, many Democrats rose to plead against the passing of the bill. Representative Joe Moody, Democrat from El Paso, if you're, if you're from El Paso, you should be doing everything to help your community, your city, to stop this massive flow coming through your area. Uh, Democrat from El Paso, reflecting on the many immigration and border fights during his tenure, said Tuesday night's vote is putting a heavy weight on him and communities across Texas. The heavy weight is how many people have come through illegally and are weighing down your community. This is a positive. This, this should be seen as a positive because you've got to have some control of that southern border. Without that, what are you even doing? Ah, just let them all come in. It'll be fine. It'll work out. Just like it's working out in New York. Just like it's working out in, in, in Chicago. And those are the most prime examples of, oh, yeah, this ain't, uh, this, this isn't going on the right way. And winter is coming. Members, I've walked off this floor, defeated many times, Moody said, and I was telling myself and others around me that I have enough ro- hope to keep fighting. And I'm going to try and tell myself that tonight. I just don't know if I believe it. Well, you know what? You look at the situation, you look at how many people have just come through the southern border. You should be doing everything you can to make sure that there's an actual process of how this goes through. You can't just have an open border. No, no other country has this. You know, no other developed country has this going on. Uh, it's be fine. Be fine. Send them on through. It's all good. It's all good. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. And yet, for some reason, <laughs> which I've talked about, is we've got this open border. Let's 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 just bow down to the far left, and we'll just let this whole open border thing go on. One of my stories, literally yesterday, was all the fences that were put up, all of the borders that were put up in San Francisco so that they could bring the Chinese in and keep the, not just Chinese, anybody attending, the 20,000 different people entering in, uh, to, not just to the conference, but into San Francisco. Keep some of them out, keep the riffraff out, but keep all the people that are going to spend money, they're going to invest in San Francisco, keep them in. It's one of those things where, you know, Democrats don't want borders. Oh, we don't want borders. We don't want fencing. Build the wall. Hell no. That's terrible. That's terrible. Building the wall. Oh, terrible idea. And then when a matter of security comes along to the city, to a city like San Francisco, up go the walls, up go the borders. Yeah. And one of the things I talked about was just like it chop. Yeah. You take away the police. Police eradicated. What was the very first thing they did? They put up borders at intersections. They had Seattle Department of Transportation bring in with trucks and loaders big concrete structures that basically dictate traffic can't go into the chop zone. Immediately put up walls, put up borders. Yeah. So, you know, that whole no border thing, that whole deal there. Very selective. Now we need them here because this is self-serving. That there, don't really care. Southern border doesn't affect us. Let her rip. Let those Republicans take care of it. Well, they are. And this is what it looks like. So this will be a really interesting one to um, to follow moving forward. All right, that's it for me. Thanks so much for being here. Love to have you subscribe. If you haven't, hit that notification bell. And if you're enjoying this content, hit the little like button. Much appreciated for you staying with me through this point in the podcast. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.